Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of One Door at a Time, Concentric Educational Solutions Podcast, live of NAPSI 2023 in Norwalk. Uh, we're here. We've been doing this all day. It's live. You might be seeing people in the background, people talking. But we have a special edition about nothing but noops on the set. Noops who are superintendents, noops who are leaders and directors. And we just really talk about the journey through education, how they went and how they become leaders, their, uh, their push to give back, and how we are to striving for achievement in every field of human endeavor. Shout out uh, to our founders, Knights and Eleven. Uh, I'm gonna pass it and have a special guest host, Dr. William Blake, who, uh, man, we've 10, 15 years now. Yeah, it's been, it's been, yeah. yeah, it's been a minute. It's been achieved. Uh, we have Dr. Andre Townsell. Uh, we got uh, Brother Gordon, I mean, I'm going to give it I'll give it to you so you can introduce the brothers and talk about talk about the journey. I mean, it, it's yeah. really a journey. I've known Dre now. This is the first time. This is where I met you when you introduced me when you were in Boston <laughs> yes. as an assistant principal. High school principal. Yes. Right. As, yeah. High school principal. Yes. Just met you, brother Gordon. As soon as I asked you to do this, you jumped in. Blake, we've been going way back. Take it away, Blake. Yeah, well, first and foremost, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this platform. And welcome to the Brothers of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated as we are attending the 51st National Convening of the National Alliance of Black School Educators. Absolutely. Um, So let's just jump right into it, brothers. Uh, First and foremost, right, when you think about the mission, the mantra, and the motto of Kappa Alpha Psi, Everyone knows that we are all about achievement, right? right? So with that said, talk to me about what does achievement mean for you in your position as a superintendent? Mm. Mm. Well, first of all, David, thank you for having us on here. Uh, Dr. John B. Gordon III, proud division superintendent of Suffolk Public Schools. And it's all about achievement in every endeavor. And when we take a look at that, it's not only making sure that we do things right for ourselves, but that we also open up the doors for others to follow. And being an African-American in this position is really all about making sure that you do the pathway, that you become the trailblazer, because you know you're under a different microscope than anybody else. And so we have to make sure that we cross our T's, dot our I's a lot more than other people. But at the same time, we want to make sure that we're excellent in everything that we do. Once we have that formula and are able to move forward, success is always guaranteed to follow. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I like to say, first of all, uh, to me, achievement doesn't mean average. So when you talk about achievement, to me, that means be the best version of yourself that you could possibly be. I'm Dr. Andre Townsville, superintendent of Calvert County Public Schools. And I'll be honest with you, as a leader, leadership is hard and it's difficult and it's not for the faint of heart. And I say this all the time to young people, what I've learned. And I'll be honest with you, uh, the job is hard and it's difficult. So how do you achieve when it's hard and it's difficult? What I'm asking people to do is not to wish it was easier. Just wish that you were better. Don't wish for any less challenges. Wish for more skill. Do not wish for any less problems. Wish for more wisdom. And don't wish it took less work. Just wish you had more work ethic. And if you're not waddling in your own puddle of mediocrity, to me, that's how you achieve. 
Awesome, man. I tell you, man, you all are coming in, dropping these jewels um, because achievement is what we do, right? So another history lesson about Kappa Alpha Psi. Uh, everyone knows that we have 10 amazing founders. Yeah. But one of our founders, the, the dreamer of our organization, uh, Elder Watson Diggs, he was an educator, right? And Elder Watson Diggs, he also was one of the first African-American principals in the state of Indiana, right? That was a major, major achievement back in the year of 1909, you know, I mean, 1911 and so on, right? So with that, right, I want you all to reflect on what is your greatest joy or your greatest achievement in your role as being an educator? You know, I think you hit the nail on the head when you think about being the first. Uh, I was the first African-American principal of James Monroe High School in Fredericksburg, Virginia, and the year was 2009. Mm. I was also the first African-American chair of the Virginia High School League. A mm. hundred years of the Virginia High School League activities and athletics. And I was the first one. So it lets you know that even though that was the year of 2013, that we still had a long way to go. To answer the second part of your question, I really believe that one of my greatest successes is when I see someone's life that I've impacted reach their goals and dreams. If it's you know, former assistant coaches of mine when I was coaching basketball for 10 years in the Richmond area that are now head coaches. I retired from coaching in 2007. I still have three assistant coaches that are high school coaches in the Richmond, Virginia area. And it kind of lets me know that my legacy on that end is still alive and well because I know they're impacting so many men, especially young men of color and trying to do what, they're, what they really want to do in life. So as long as you continue to find ways to inspire and motivate others, those are the things that not only keep you going, but they keep you young, too. Yeah. And one thing I'd like to share is just a change is inevitable, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. progress is optional. Mm -hmm. So where you are right now is exactly what you did in the sum of the last five years. Mm -hmm. So if you want some place to be two, three, four, five years from now, you would definitely arrive somewhere. The question is yeah. where yeah. you would definitely become someone. The question is who? So the goal is to put information in your mental factory, put information in your body and become the best version of yourselves. In July 1, 2022, in my school district's over 300 year history, I became the first black superintendent wow. of Calvert wow. County Public Schools. Wow. Progress. Change, yes. you know, but it didn't just happen because I just popped up and someone blessed me with an opportunity. I came with some information under the hood. Mm. Yeah, I said this before. What mm. good is a brand new paint job on the vehicle, but your vehicle is all jacked up under the hood? Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> Radiator busted, tires bald, oil needs changing, mm -hmm. window don't work. You did like what does it you on the in a vehicle going to a destination, but you broke down on the side of the road. Yeah. So I'm not saying just look good. on Everybody look good on it. Everybody got the suit on. Right. Everybody got the crisp lineup. Everybody got the fitted. But what's in your mental factory? Yeah. What's in your heart? Do you have what it takes to lead in these trying times? Yeah. Talk a little bit more about that. You're from the you're from the D. What up, though? What up, though? <laughs> Burners, pop, all that stuff. Better made chips. Better made chips. How did you growing <laughs> up the D? impacts who you are now as a leader? Uh, man, great question. Uh, first and foremost, shout out to my father. My father this year would be 50, uh, 51 years at Ford Motor Company. Been working oh, wow. for the same organization since he was 18 years old. So just coming from that blue collar grind background, all my uncles, brothers, we all, we all work in the plant. We work at the factory. We all build houses. We all do construction. That's just what I'm born from. Uh, my, my, my ticket uh, to the collegiate world or to academia was through football. 
play high school football my senior year, blessed with an opportunity. I previously heard you talking to a superintendent about how that HBCU really nurtures that individual. It took me five years, but I got my bachelor's degree. And then that bachelor's degree turned to a master's degree. Then that master's degree turned to a doctoral degree, Mm -hmm. and the rest is history. So just coming from that hardcore grind of a background and just not wishing it was easier, but just Mm -hmm. wishing I was better. Mm -hmm. Shout out to your alma mater. Thank you. Howard University. (laughs) What's your background? You know, so my background is a little bit different because I grew up straight suburbs because my parents were very active in the civil rights movement in Richmond, Virginia. And and the historical concept, both of my parents went to Virginia Union University, but my father actually was the probably the third African-American to ever attend the University of Virginia. So when I went there, you know, I was a legacy student. But then you had to fight that narrative, oh, you only got in because of affirmative action, or you only got in because your father went here. But that was the same damn thing that a lot of other individuals have been doing for hundreds of years. So why was it different for us? You know, at the same time, we had to make sure that we were going to use that as motivation. You know, the first time I was ever called the N-word was on the campus at University of Virginia. You know, my high school, Hermitage High School in Richmond, very diverse school, 60% Caucasian, but they still understood but when you go to UVA and this, that, this is when you become a threat because now you're on the same even playing field. You have the same opportunity. And those are the things that actually scare some of those individuals. Yeah. I got a question for you. Your journey. Yeah. Right. Like, so when I met these two brothers, mm-hmm. when I met you two brothers, I knew there was a trajectory. Like I, I, I a lot of people go for soups mm-hmm. right, to have the conversation with them. Mm-hmm. I look for the people with the ambition who are going to be soups. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like I knew, right? Mm-hmm. When we first met, you said it, you spoke into an existence. But your journey, Blake. Yeah, absolutely. So when you think about like my journey, it's, it's a non-traditional route, you know, as most educators to get to the superintendency, right? Mm-hmm. However, it started out very traditional where I became a classroom teacher, right? After a classroom teacher, I became a peer mediator. After a peer mediator, I go become an in-school suspension coordinator. And then that led me to become an assistant principal, which allowed me to then sit in the seat of being a school leader and being a principal. Mm-hmm. Leaving the principalship, you know, uh, you're supposed to become an assistant superintendent, a chief of schools, deputy superintendent, and superintendent, right? Uh, but now, I found a unique opportunity to redesign what the high school experience looked like for students and kids, right? So I am currently the director of redesign for the District of Columbia Public Schools. Mm -hmm. And this position, believe it or not, is going to set me up for that superintendent's position because I am now redesigning what a hundred year old system has looked and sounded like for the last century that has been very archaic, right? So now I am developing a sense of tools where I will be able to look at a situation, look at the district and identify, you know what? We're not going to continue to do this problem to kids. We are going to uh, disrupt the problem with kids by allowing them to be a part of our processes. Question before we get out of here, right? Because yeah. I know everyone's short on time. Mm-hmm. Brother Gordon, I got to ask, I think we, we, we close out on this. Why KSI? Why KSI? So, first of all, my father's a noob. Oh, damn. Okay. Well, my uncle's a noob. Oh, there you go. But at the same time, <laughs> there's a certain level of confidence, mm-hmm. swag, style that we have that no other fraternity does. And we all know that 1911 is a good year. We know there was another fraternity that was at the end of the year. At the very end. Very end, you know. But the way we do things is different. And I think one of the things that always 
probably came to the forefront with me is the way that we treat each other, the way that we treat women with great levels of respect, and they love us too. But at, at the same time, I, was, I really looked at the level of leadership. In the Tidewater area, when I first became a superintendent, three out of the four superintendents in my region were all captains. And so that told me with Eli Bracey and George Parker and myself, that told me that we're definitely on to something when it comes to leadership. So we're not just speaking the mantra of achievement in every endeavor. We're actually living it every day. Yeah, man, I'll end on this, man. I mean, bottom line is simple achievement. I like to achieve. <laughs> I say it all the time, set the bar, meet the bar, exceed the bar and ultimately raise that bar and all and just being a steward of true manliness and fidelity. Mm-hmm. achievement in every field of human endeavor. And for me, it's simple. Um, I'm a legacy note. Yo, my dad has now been uh, a member of our organization for over 40 years. Uh, I grew up, for those of you all in the Washington, D.C. area, I grew up in 1708 S Street. And um, if you all know that address, you all know that address. It's the address of the historic Kappa House of uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, the Washington, D.C. alumni chapter. And I just grew up in that house just watching um, mm. men of character, watching men of integrity, watching men of achievement, um, inclusive of my dad. As, uh, and I knew when I had the opportunity to... Uh, be fortunate enough uh, to be welcomed into this organization. I knew Kappa Alpha Psi was going to be that organization. So for me, it was coming out of prison, going to Lincoln with nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, two very influential people. Uh, Dr. Charles Sutton was my history professor. Mm-hmm. And Lincoln's so small. I mean, we only had like 10 history majors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Dr. Herschel Bailey, he was director of Upward Bound. And in a small little office, and they were both Epsilon brothers. And Charles and uh, Dr. Sutton and Dr. Bailey would take me to uh, to probation in Delaware every Wednesday and they would just rotate. And these are these are cats I didn't know. And so I always feel like frats choose or history or your higher power chooses you Mm -hmm. and your path to follow. And that's kind of what it it, is to me. Being being a nuke is sacred to me. Being a nuke is sacred. I take I take our brotherhood extremely seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't know me that w- well, good brother, but you're my brother. Mm-hmm. So the minute that someone says, oh, that's a new, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's validation, like mm-hmm. your, your stance. Um, Dre knows this, Blake knows, I'll be really quick to call a brother out, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because I think we're so much better than that, mm-hmm. that if a brother is in need, all they have to do is ask once. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is and that's what I asked those brothers before they were our brothers. I need help to go to probation. If not, I was going to violate. And they all I had to do was ask once. And, and that was it. Yeah. Um, I want to thank you all. I know definitely short notice, but trying to get noops in leadership. We're going to uh, really just continue to broaden this mm-hmm. and sharpen each other. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I, keep, I, I say I've said to you is not nah, like we're 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 going to. You're going to be so much bigger than what you even think. Like mm-hmm. we got to grow. I know you're, you're probably be secretary of ed. You know what I mean? You're going to push it, right? We're going to support VAPSI. Like we really have to make sure that we sharpen each other. Yeah. I want to thank you brothers. Uh, I want to thank all of you. It's been a long ass day. <laughs> this is a great thing for not working for a system. I can curse and uh, I can just be me. Uh, you brothers be politically correct. Allow me to take the heat. I want to thank you for joining us uh, for another episode of one one door at a time, our podcast. Always check us out, download us, view us, subscribe to us, Concentric Doc World. See you next time out live from NOLA.
Yo, shout out to Nukes.